0: well we'll go ahead and get started this morning if you can turn to romans chapter 8 today um, we're going to look at verses 22 through 25 of romans chapter 8 and i will read those for us this morning for we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now we discussed this idea of creation and how it it longs for the return of Christ, how um, creation is desiring Christ's return because much like the spirit of man, creation fell into corruption at the advent of the sin of Adam and Eve. Um, And that corruption has permeated uh, all of all of creation. We see it all around us. Um, and today we're going to look at, at what we had mentioned at, at our own longing, our own desire for uh, this redemption that we have in Christ. Um, and some of the things that I had thought about, um, I, th- I think I've heard a few times uh, Alicia discuss with um, young pregnant women which seem to be abounding at her work that uh, they will know when the time comes Uh, you'll be tired of everything you'll want this baby out and it's kind of the the idea that uh, God builds into a pregnant woman this sense of when the time is coming and we read in Genesis 3 16 about uh, the pain of childbirth and the pain of childbirth, as unbearable and difficult as it is, doesn't compare to the joy of bringing forth a child. Um, I always heard it said that no one wants to hear about the labor, but everybody wants to hold the baby. Uh, that's, that's very true. Um, but it, thankfully, we don't have an ability to remember pain we can remember something that hurt really bad but when i i think about that thing i don't feel the pain in the way that i did in that moment uh, so that's a, that's a blessing um and we sometimes we have the scars of things that are painful but uh, we don't have the, we, we it doesn't come to mind cuz after after the baby comes forth then there's joy uh, there's a rejoicing and such as it is for us, as we long for and look for heaven. So, so last week we talked about creation groaning for Christ's return. This week we look at our own groaning. Um, in verse 22 it says, uh, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the cha- in the pains of childbirth until now. And then on in verse 23, and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly. So the first fruits of the spirit, what do we, what do we think of or what comes to mind when we think of the first fruits of the spirit? And we can have an, an open forum. We'll, we'll lean to uh, our study format repentance and we have this we have this taste of the spirit of god right and and of those things we have a desire for repentance we have access to the throne of god and we have in us a new heart we're distinct and maybe instead of us thinking that which we are different from the world but we are different from our own selves we're different from the the hardened stone heart that we were born with we were we're different in that we were we were still born in our spirit but the spirit of god has quickened us and has made us alive so we have these we're the the first fruits of the spirit um what are what's the the good thing about the first fruits i mean it's usually pretty sweet right um you long for the first fruits if you plant a harvest and you're waiting for the first fruits to come forth there's joy uh there's joy in digging up the first potatoes i remember as a kid dig them out with my hands and pull them out and they were they were perfect there was joy in that or when the the tomatoes were ripe and we could start to pick them that was that was an exciting thing um but we who have the first fruits of the spirit we groan inwardly as we wait for the adoption of sons now last week we talked about adoption and we talked about how if you are in christ then you have been adopted so why do we suddenly change gears and say we're waiting for adoption as as sons and it, it, Paul uses a couple terms a little differently, particularly hope. Paul uses hope differently than we think of. If we're watching um, a football game, we hope for a victory for our team. Or if we look at the weather forecast, we hope that the big cloud of snow moving across the state will stay on course and, and come over Maysville. We hope for those things because we're not sure. We hope it happens, But we don't know. But when Paul is talking, particularly in this instance, when he's talking about hope, he's talking about the hope of something that we know will happen. We know Christ will return. For those of us who are in Christ, we know that we will be gathered up with him. We know that when we die, we will be with him. So this hope isn't a a hand-wringing, it's a patience. It's a waiting for what we know is coming. Um, I thought about uh, Annie, and, you know, it would be like if she had seen pictures of Daddy Warbucks' mansion, but she'd never been there. You know, she's like waiting for the paperwork to go through before the adoption is complete. Yeah, that's a done deal, but but she hasn't come into the house. She hasn't gone home yet, and we're in the same situation. We have assurance of salvation in Christ. We have the Word which uh, it sh- it gives us this assurance. We have the word which explains to us how all these things come to pass, but we're still here. We're still in this flesh. We're still in this body, in these bodies, and we're waiting for the culmination. We're waiting for us for our adoption to be real. We're waiting for us to step into our inheritance and to to step out of these bodies that we have and, and this broken world we're we're groaning we're inwardly longing for that adoption for the redemption of our bodies. our bodies are going to be redeemed that is that's an exciting thing. sometimes I use this hope for redemption of my body to justify the neglect of it while i I have it here on the earth I think that's that's a poor way to interpret and understand the Scripture. I don't think that's the intention. I shouldn't neglect the care of my body, even though I am going to have a, a redeemed body. Um, that's that's not the intention, intention here. But we, we long for this. We understand the brokenness that's in our world. We understand the brokenness that's in us. We understand our sinful flesh and how that that separates us from intimacy with God, so we groan and we long for the adoption of the Son and the, and the redemption of our bodies. <clears throat> and we hope for Christ. Not in a in a, I hope this happens way, but in a, I can't wait, I can't wait to be with Christ. We watch, we prepare, we anticipate the return of Christ or our going to to be with Him. So it's it's this inevitable thing that we hope for, that we have patience for. In verse 24, it says, For in this hope we were saved. And then it goes on to say, Now hope that is seen is not hope. What do we mean by hope that is seen is not hope? Um, Do we fully... See what is what our hope is, do we know fully what our inheritance is? We have some pictures, we have some glimpses, we have some ideas we have this longing built into our spirit, but we don't know exactly what that's going to look like so we we hope for what we don't see our assurance doesn't come from our sight. our assurance in faith comes from. God puts faith in us. God builds faith in us. And as we as we follow the scriptures, as we're diligent to meet together, as we care for one another in in this body, and as we um attend to our our spiritual disciplines, these things build in us a character. They build in us um the proper hope the proper way for us to anticipate uh what is to come and we can hope for it and have assurance of it yet not see it in verse 25 but if we have hope for what we do not see we wait for it with patience or perseverance as some translate it we we wait for it patiently and waiting is not easy i often think of any time that i spend waiting as wasted time i'm in the doctor's office waiting to be called back this is wasted time i could be doing something else i have prayed and asked god for something and now i'm waiting this time is wasted as i wait but the purpose of Waiting is to build, in us pers- to build in us perseverance, to build in us patience. What does it say when we hope for something, but our, our anxiety and our desire for it consumes us? It says that we, we really haven't understood that God is in control, and those things will happen according to God's will, And in a a time schedule, that is also in accord with God's will. The things that we long to happen will happen according to his kingdom, not ours. So when I wait impatiently, what I say is that what I want is the most important thing. Why can't the doctor shoo all these other patients out and bring me straight back? My appointment was a minute and a half ago. We're late. And we do the same thing as we, we look for this thing that, these things that we hope for but don't see. God, why can't, why can't this be here now? And it's good for us to say, Come, Lord Jesus. It's good for us to say, If if you come in this moment Christ that is a that is a wonderful blessed thing. It is a wonderful blessed thing. Oh God, for you to come in this moment but we will wait for the moment that you have appointed. If it's our lot to live our entire lives and the return of Christ never comes then we then we pass with joy. So we we can have anticipation and we can we can look forward to the day of christ's return patiently with the idea that it's your will it's your your uh your timeline oh god and if if it doesn't come then there are things for us to do when we have much to do we live in a in an area where there are a lot of lost people we're coming out of an era where everybody went to church most of them weren't saved now we're in an era moving into an era where nobody goes to church and the uh, the field is is white for the harvest this is this uh, the opportunity for us to share the gospel is tremendous we could probably easily sit down and name 20 people that are lost we could make a list we could fill a page with people who near, need to hear the gospel so we don't wait in uh, such a way that um, we just sit and twiddle our thumbs this is another part of our character god's given us work part of our sanctification which we talked about last week is doing the work of god which is to take the gospel to train up to baptize uh, to disciple and instruct those in Christ, so while we wait, while we anticipate um, we need to do so with patience, and we look for the inevitable return of christ as as a pregnant woman knows someday this baby is coming i don't know the day, even if you plan it, put it on a calendar and have it scheduled., meh, babies sometimes have other plans. They come when when God decides. And in the same way, the things of God, they come on his schedule, and we are subject to him. Blessedly so, because guess what? God knows a whole lot better than we do when things should happen, what things should happen, and how things should happen. So my exhortation for us today is for us to, are we eagerly anticipating Are we groaning for the return of Christ? So I want us to ask ourselves that and to examine ourselves. And if so, are we hoping with patience? Do we have the right attitude and the right understanding that these things will come to pass when God says, every generation says, that's it, end times, it's all coming true, all of Revelation, all the book of Daniel is coming true. Christ is coming back in my lifetime. Every generation for 2,000 years has said that. And ours is no exception. so do we wait with patience that is honoring to God? Uh, think about these two things. Uh, am I into, uh, eagerly anticipating Christ and am I patient and waiting in a proper way? Think about these this week and let's pray together. Most gracious god we are we're glad that we have to hope for eternity in your kingdom we are joy joyful that we could be counted as heirs that we don't receive the justice uh, the the punishment that we deserve but that that punishment was poured out on your son for our sake and it is by the covering of his blood that we could be saved so god i pray you would you would Help us to have this eager anticipation of your return. And also, Father, that we would be patient as we wait. And uh, in all things, we look to you and we surrender to your will and to your desire. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.